Welcome to 3Talk, coaching conversations for modern day living. With backgrounds in business, marketing and teaching, Susie, Lucia and Fleur bring you tips and tools to help you live the life you want to live. 3Talk, transforming lives for the better. Good afternoon everybody and welcome to 3Talk. In this week's edition we're going to be speaking about money. And the question is, are your beliefs around money making you the culprit or the victim of your own personal financial success? Haha. <laughs> well, this is a huge question and also a juicy one if you have yet to come across any kind of money mindset or blocks issues. If you've never heard about it, it can be a bit of a revelation. However, it can also be really scary and a bit of a taboo if you are the kind of person who shies away from talking, thinking, exploring, or being accountable for how you feel about your money. So I suppose this could bring some people out in hives. However, if I've learned anything over the years, it's that thoughts and feelings towards money can actually dictate our entire lifestyle. And this really impacts the way we live day to day. So I suppose the question is of huge relevance because without acknowledging or exploring or discussing it, we can continue to live in ignorance or denial. And whilst this may be the easier option, I personally do not believe it's the best option for living your best life. So ladies, what do you think? Well, I realised that I had to change my money script, my money story. Because I was a teacher for 20 years, I always thought that money was to do with everybody else and I was here to help people. Now I realise that I could probably help more people if I made more money, invested more money into helping people. So I realised that actually my money story was holding me back from doing what I really wanted to do which was really running my own business and be my own boss my mum had run her own business and I think I put myself into a category of I'm a teacher I help people and that isn't to do with earning money and I've realized that that was a money scarcity mindset and now I feel like I'm growing into that I can still be a teacher and I can still help people coach people, make them have better lives, but still earn money doing it. And I will continue investing in a business that I can grow to help more people. What do you think? What a beautiful mindset that is, Flair. I agree. And I think, you know, building up on that sort of, this is my mindset, this is my approach to money. I personally realize uh, that I had a money story that wasn't really mine. So I think sometimes you need to look back and when you're thinking about money or talking about money, if you're there, you need to sort of check whose money story are you talking about? Because I believe that money was a taboo. And I think a lot of people think of money that way. It's something that you don't talk about. It's something that you don't brag if you have it or you don't go begging if you don't. But at the end of the day, money is important for everybody. I mean, money makes the world go round, doesn't it? So for me, it was hard to sort of look at money in a way of abundance. Like, you know, I always thought that money was there to be had, but perhaps not to me. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I check in with that feeling that I was like, well, hang on a minute. How come people can have money, but I don't? 
So I had to check in with that money story and see whose that was. Was it mine? Was it society's? Was it family and friends? And I, and I spotted that it wasn't mine. Yes. Actually, my money belief was that I could have it. I deserved to have money and I deserved to earn money. So like me, you had to change your money script, your money story. scarcity mm-hmm. to abundance. It's so important to recognize and acknowledge what you are telling yourself, but sometimes extremely hard to even know that you have got a story surrounding money. I mean, great, you know, to rewrite your scripts literally will change the trajectory of your life. Because if I'm always saying I can't have something, then I'm not going to take any actions or step towards taking it. So for instance, you know, a good example is if I, if I don't believe that I can earn that much money, let's just say in a job career wise, then I'm not going to seek out the opportunities and put my CV out there to get that promotion. And that might not be to just do with confidence of not feeling I'm good enough for that job. But if I've already told myself I have cap a limit on what I can earn for the rest of my life, then that in itself is quite debilitating and Mm -hmm. can really alter your lifestyle and the choices that you can make for you, your family and friends. And I suppose it brings me on really nicely to, you know, They call that money blocks, don't they? They call this money blocks. Money blocks. But your money blocks, like if we go down at another level, but it stems from, again, your belief system. And a bit like what Lucia was saying, it's what we've been taught. It's what we've been handed down. And we don't even realize that that actually is the case. And sometimes we go along with it and just believe it to be ours. But until you have that epiphany moment, you then realize it's not. And you can choose, by the way, to still play along with that if you still align with it. But if you don't, it's a really good time to then start assessing what it is you want from life but the the two clear main drivers in this are the scarcity mindset and the abundant mindset so lots of people will fall into either or some people have a really good balance but it it really is quite a divide and what i mean by scarcity in very simplest terms is the belief that you're just never going to have enough okay you never have enough money never going to have enough food never going to have enough emotion it's it's on everything. So therefore, your ultimately, your actions and thoughts stem from a place of lack. And then on the flip side of that, you've got, it was a term that Stephen Covey, he's famous, he coined the term abundant mentality. And he defined it simply as a concept where you believe that there is enough resources and successes for everyone. Yeah, it's looking at lots of people that are successful and have made money from nothing. From nothing. And yeah. And that is possible. It, that is the abundant mindset, isn't it? Possible. That, what about all the people that are making lots of money and doing good things in the world? Playing devil's advocate here, because mm-hmm. and I could see a lot of our listeners kind of saying, yeah, I understand what you're saying, but if I look at my bank account, I only have like £20 to finish the month. So... Yes, I do realise that there's people making money out there, but how am I going to turn that around? Well, I think money needs a direction, doesn't it? I think you need to have a budget and a financial plan. You can't just ignore it and expect it to sort itself out. You have to think about what you want in your life and then plan towards it with the money you've got. And it might mean getting in debt for a little bit, a little while, and investing in a good course or investing in time for you to be able to study something to shift you forward so you will be able to earn the money that you want instead of thinking from that lack position that it won't be possible. I think it's that's a really good point, Flo. It's about focus. So some people won't focus on it because they come from that place you've just said, Lucia, and they would break out in a cold sweat going to their cash point because they already know that there's not probably enough in there to last for the end of the month. And 
if you continue with that mindset and you continue not to confront the issue, what's going to happen? The results are going to be the same. And gosh, not for a minute saying this is easy, but it, it has to be. You have to start looking at ways that you can have a better relationship with money. And some people don't even realize that they've got a destructive relationship with money. And a really, really good exercise for this. And I've, I've got to say, it's really powerful. So expects a lot of emotions, but it is literally going to the cash point and it is withdrawing money, but it has to be a meaningful amount that hurts you a little bit. You know, if you're talking five or 10 and it doesn't hurt, this isn't going to be a very powerful exercise. You then get the money home and you sit down with it five minutes. And all you need to do is you keep it held in your hands and you just need to start noticing how it's making you feel. Start to talk to it and ask it anything you want and see where it takes you. So how are you feeling physically? What emotions are coming up for you? And ask yourself, start asking yourself why these emotions are coming to you. Then after you've done that for about five minutes, write down the answers as to why you were feeling your response to that emotion. And you will start to really unpack, not just your money story, but actually your own story that you've probably attached to that along the way and you'll be able to really start breaking down whether or not it's true or false and you'll start to be able to have a relationship with money and build that new script that you you were talking about earlier it's like becoming more aware of how it's making you feel so it's that mm -hmm. awareness like in most person awareness it's acknowledging it it's it's also at a deeper level i suppose yeah and reconnecting because sometimes over the years we've disconnected from it because it's too painful and we don't even know why or where that stemmed from so it could have been watching your mum struggling going out to work doing night shift day shift and only having you know three or four hours sleep in between it could be from a successful father who had a great job but then got made redundant in his prime and therefore you had you had lots of money and all of a sudden you've not got any money and you struggle there there are so many things that happen to us through childhood um, and our adolescence and that's where our thoughts feelings are, are kind of shaped and that in itself will have a huge impact on our own future and the future of our family so oh it's just so important to try and unpack it otherwise it's quite a guilt really. yeah as well isn't oh. it guilt and shame around money because i remember when i stopped working to have the children i found it incredibly hard to be able to spend money and be able to justify it and i became quite angry with my husband that he didn't have to do the same thing and he never made me feel like that it was totally from my feelings about it because i wanted for me to suddenly have to justify it felt horrendous i had to let go of that because it was causing arguments that didn't need to, be, to happen totally and i think I think, like, you know, what you, you just described there and tapping onto what Susis was saying about that exercise, about how you relate to money, how you feel about money, is indeed so powerful. I remember used to do these exercises, which was describe how does money look to you. And it was, um, you know, it was very interesting that the people in the room, one person was describing money as something dirty, ugly, and kind of want to get it off my hands as quick as possible. And another one was actually, she was a girl, and she was like, well, I actually see it the other way around. Like to me, money is this Italian sexy lover that comes to me and I really want to, you know, hang on to him for the rest of my life. And, you know, I thought that was very powerful in itself because it was Two people with similar backgrounds, with a very, very different approach to money. And there was no, no surprise when one of them was saying, you know, money doesn't come to me easily. It was, guess who? 
the, the one that thought it was dirty, muddy money. And the other one was like, oh, yeah, it was in that abundant mindset. And she was like, yeah, money comes to me all the time because it was that Italian lover to which she wanted to be hung in on. So I think that's something to bear in mind when you're thinking of money, when you're touching that money that we were just saying to get off the cash point. Think about how you visualize this money. Is money a person that you want to be around or is money a person that you really don't want want to have anywhere near you because I can tell you a lot about why you're having or not having money yeah I think money's very personal as well isn't it I mean lots of people compare themselves to other people oh they've got the latest car and then it makes them feel envious and jealous and that can cause money blocks but at the end of the day you don't know that they could have the best car and have no money in the bank at all Absolutely. So I think it's got, very, it's got to be very personal and you sh- your money story and, and how you shift it I've also heard of people doing um EFT to get rid of their money blocks you know tapping yeah the way of shifting it which is quite interesting that that's a possible way but if, i think what we're saying that people have got to examine their mindset haven't they and see how they're sabotaging them themselves i think it all starts with looking at how you're sabotaging because your mindset ultimately causes your reaction to things and leads you to actions and your actions ultimately give you the results and if you continue to give you the same results and you're thinking about money in the way you've just described Lucia with that lady, that it's dirty, she doesn't want to touch it, well, then she's not going to have much of it going forward. And I think the what you described there, Blair, about the jealousy, well, it's going back to scarcity mindset, because the jealousy part is all about feeling inadequate, you know, and competition of success. But if you were abundant, you'd be saying, well, there's enough success for all of us. So again, it, it once you go back to, to right where the triggers are and then asking why is that a trigger for you and then looking at, like you say, your money story, you can start to really work through this. But, you know, one, one simple way, as simple as describing once you've done that, your old relationship with money, so where, where you're kind of currently are, and then describing your new relationship. So actually, this is not true this is totally false this is not a representation of what i want in my life and you describe a new relationship and then you put goals to work towards that and one of that could be well to work towards being able to have this mentality around mindset i have to do abundancy affirmations about money in my life you know another one could be oh i'm actually going to start investing so in my old script of money i had no money but you know what if i just put 10 pounds 10 pounds away a week i would have 520 pounds at the end of the year which is a hell of a lot more than i got my bank account right now so you start to do positive actions towards a new relationship and you can build that so it doesn't have to stay the same and it doesn't have to be the same and i think that's a really important part of all of this is if you're not happy then you have choices and you can change what you want for your future and you need to let go so you need to let go of the money story You need to let go of things that you might be hoarding. You need to let go and avoid the comparisons and start being grateful for what you do have and focus on in terms of being thankful for what you have today, not what you're not going to have tomorrow. And I think that's a really important part getting your feelings from what's free you don't need to be spending money there's lots of people that are emotionally spending absolutely um and like you know the, the scarcity mindset works one way it doesn't mean you just you don't hold you hold back it means that sometimes to overcompensate especially where you the jealousy comes in the comparison you then overspend and then there you are in this horrible cycle of beating yourself up again because you knew you didn't have 
that money to do that with this month and there goes the cycle all over break the cycle people <laughs> break the cycle and you know I, I think just in terms of finishing up and wrapping up for today we're not for one minute saying this is an easy cycle to break but there are some ways that you can look at this to help yourself and that is acknowledging that is doing the exercise we said in terms of how are you feeling towards that money senses touching feeling what emotions are bringing that up for you recognize it look at times in your life where you may have been handed down a money story and start to work out if it's yours and if you want to actually keep working towards that story or if you want to build your own and then just starting to look at your belief system in terms of the limits you're putting on your life and again are you wanting to build the rest of your life around that and if not do something about it be grateful let go anything is possible you just have to choose which way you want to look at it with your mindset and then you'll be able to move forward. So I hope this was really useful for you and I hope it hasn't brought you out in hives. It's such a huge topic that I'm sure we'll go on to cover more of in our future episodes. But for today, thank you for listening. 